Welcome to the one and only Alter Bridge Podcast, Open Your Ears, hosted by Liam Whiting. Let's get the ant tuned up to 11 and get this thing started. Welcome here to another episode of Open Your Ears, and I'm joined by a long-term friend of mine, Chris Shackle. Say hello, Chris. Hello, Liam. Hello, Chris. So, how are you today? Yeah, not so bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, thank you. So, I understand that you're a fan of Alter Bridge, hence why I've got you on the podcast. So, tell us, tell everyone how you got into the band then. Well, uh, I think that was your fault, really. I think, that sounds uh, about right. Yeah, I can blame you for most things. Um, yeah, I, I think I came around yours, must have been 2007, 2008-ish. Around my time. I think it was indeed, yeah. And you basically said, here, listen to this. And I thought, yeah, all right, and whatever, he's going to... His music tastes aren't the same as mine, so reluctantly gave it a listen. And then I thought, oh, actually, they're pretty damn good, and that uh, sort of went on from there, really. Our music tastes aren't always the same, but I haven't really given you a bad band, to be fair. No, I mean, there was that Venger Boys recommendation about 95 96, but other than that, we were we won't speak about that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you weren't a fan of Creed before Oldbridge, then? Can't say that I was, no, they um. Well, I'd say that was probably before a period before I was really sort of actually sort of listening to any sort of music at all, really. So, uh, funny enough, I started sort of listening to music when you uh, sort of started um, recommending Alton Bridge to me. So, uh, oh, good. <laughs> That's interesting because most people seem to be a fan of Creed beforehand. So, you're sort of in the minority so far of the non Creed yeah. fans. I've, I basically only know them effectively as, as Alton Bridge as the four. So, uh, yeah, any of their sort of past projects before that, they've uh, sort of passed me by. Have you got a favourite song by the band then? Um, well, to be very decisive, um, I have to say probably Metalingus. I reckon everybody says that. That's um, a good so choice. Maybe, yeah. Um, but to be a little different, I'll probably go with um, Show Me a Leader. From the that is, that is different. I was going to say, my next question was going to be about your favourite album. So would that be your favourite album or the first one maybe? Is that what we're talking about in the next episode? Yeah, it's um, it, ha- it is a sort of a, a toss up. I suppose it depends on my mood. I mean, some days, um, one day remains is probably my favourite. Then again, like I say whatever mood I'm in, it's not could be um, Last Hero. So it's 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 like choosing one of your favourite children. Yep, I know exactly what you mean. I, I'm the same with them. <laughs> I can't always choose my favourite song or album. So, how many times have you actually seen the band then? Uh, unfortunately, I've only actually ever seen them twice, both times with yourself, because uh, you're the ones that got me the tickets. So, uh, it normally is with me, who we go to gigs with, so yeah. So you, uh, that was so we saw them at the O2, which is the largest venue in London. It was the end of 2019? Yeah, so we saw them on the uh, Walk the Sky Tour, just gone. Um, that was pretty amazing. And then the first time I saw them, was a couple of years before that. I think maybe it was at the Fortress Tour, possibly. So, um, seeing them the first time, I remember you saying you were quite blown away from them because I remember for years I hyped them up to you. I was like, you've got to see them, you've got to see them. And you were a bit hesitant, weren't you? But I remember the first time you were like, these are brilliant. Yeah, well, it was, as you know, I have a, a, a general fear of the general public. So I thought, oh, there we go. A rock music gig is going to be full of loud, sweaty, bearded men all jumping around together. It's just going to be an awful experience. I'm not going to say anything. It's going to be too loud. Um, but, but you loved oh, it. God, 
yeah, it was completely the opposite. Everyone there was nice and friendly. It was. That's. I think that's one thing about this sort of genre of music that everyone seems to sort of help each other out. If there's a mosh pit, or just everyone's really nice to each other because they're just there for music, really, not anything else. Yeah. Well, if you compare it to say when I went to see um, Guns and Roses, I mean, not the uh, not your lifetime tour, but they did a. I think it must have been sort of like a Chinese democracy when it was just basically Axel Rose and people he picked up off the street. It was just full of people, you know, as you say, moshing and chucking bottles of piss everywhere, and it was just wasn't really nice. So, um, okay, so a completely yeah. kettle of fish then. That's that's good. It, yeah, night and day. And, exactly. uh, that's basically what for. Actually, yeah, I might actually uh, continue to follow this band. So there we go. I'm pleased that I've changed your opinion about a good band. So you have you got? Have you got a favourite side project? I think I know the answer, but I, I listen <laughs> yeah. to this one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically, you probably guess, um, his favourite side project would be, obviously, Miles Kennedy with Slash and the Conspirators. Uh, obviously, we went to see him February 2019, I think that was, it was. That was at the Hammersmith Apollo, which is about a 5,000 seat venue for the international listeners. Um, I remember Oldsbridge playing there on... I can't remember the tour. I think it might have been AB3. Um, yes, that was a great gig, wasn't it? That, that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was, yeah, that's just absolutely amazing. Not to say you got basically the best part of Guns N' Roses on a controversial slash with, you know, Miles Kennedy. And, he is yeah. the best part. Let, let's not be around the bush. He is the <laughs> best part of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, he is, really. Um, yeah, and then obviously cut that with sort of Miles and, um, yeah, I mean, what I loved about it, about it is you've got their original stuff, you know, sort of the whole sort of Mind Your Manners album is, is just brilliant. And then when you do the live gigs, you've got Miles covering some of the Guns N' Roses hits as well. Just that was absolutely, absolutely brilliant. So good. Bob on. And he's just... I remember yeah, saying to you at the time, his vocals, I thought, was better than Axl Rose. Like, his vocals were written for Miles Kennedy because he just hits those notes where Axl can't, I think... Oh, definitely nowadays. Now, yeah, like, especially sort of these days when Axel Rose is in the twilight of his years, shall we say? Yeah, Miles Kennedy sort of um, outpaces him every day. Um, but like I say, even in their heyday, you kind of, you know, Miles Kennedy can perfectly replicate Axel, no problem. Agreed. Well, one thing I remember from that gig is we went with your dad, and he'd never seen Miles Kennedy before, and he was blown away of how good he was. And to me, that just sums up how good singer he is and musician he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can impress me, Dad, you can pretty, you can pretty much impress anyone. So exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So back to Alterbridge. So you've seen them twice. You said. Um, yep. We've never unfortunately met them because I wouldn't sharp about it if we did. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's one for um, the next tour. Um, so we saw the Miles Kennedy um, solo project as well. Um, what what's your opinions on that? Did you enjoy it? Was that your sort of thing? Because I've had some other people on who. It's not really their thing because they're more into metal. So, what's your take on it? Yeah, I can see it's, it's not exactly it's not a sort of a genre that directly relates to the the Alter Bridge stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did. Um, again, sort of the talent that man's got with just basically a guitar and his, and a microphone is is outstanding. The way he can, you know, go from one song and then to another upbeat song and, and so on and so forth. It's uh, One thing I'll never forget from that was he covered an Elton John song, Leroy, and that was absolutely brilliant. Like, you wouldn't think that was an Elton John song. Like, he completely changed how it was sung. Like, it just shows his, how good a musician he is. 
yeah, you can take any song and just sort of bend it to his will and, and more importantly, make it work, you know? Exactly. So one question I'm asking everyone on so far is what do you think's next for the band? Uh, well, who, I don't know. I would love to see them do um, another live tour like they, they did um, a couple of years ago. I was at live, Royal Albert Hall when they got an orchestra involved. You're not, you're not the first person to say that. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I missed that out because I, I thought that would have been absolutely brilliant. And the clips I've seen on YouTube, I don't think do it justice. Um, so if, if they did another sort of... Um... A lot of people seem to want that internationally, but yeah, I would, yeah, I'd like to see him do it again. That would be good. Oh, that or collaboration with the Prodigy, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anything else you want to say about the band on our prelude episode? Um, no, just the, the fact that, I mean, I know it sounds a bit corny, but I suppose they are the band that ultimately are responsible for my interest in music, for getting me through some pretty down times. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah, good times as well. So it's, um, I think, like I say, it's a band that if, you know, if they go and it gets to that stage, I know that I could take my children to see and say, look, this is what your daddy likes to hear. Yeah, and I get what you mean. It's going to be suitable for them and it's, yeah. It's As you just, said, uh, it's just a friendly gig. So, you know, if you took kids, they wouldn't have any problems. There wouldn't be any issues. Yeah. People wouldn't be in fights. So, Effin and Jeffin is kept to exactly. the songs aren't about sort of massively controversial subjects. As, yeah. You know, it's. Um, They're mainly have positive messages, really. So far. Yeah. And I think that, that's, that's almost sort of rare these days. I don't think there's any sort of bands or singer where their whole repertoire is all sort of positive or, you know, looking on the bright side um, yeah. sort of material there's some you know, other artists where you know proper moody you know almost suicidal content you've got others which are disrespecting this them and that whereas like I say AB's catalogue is just full of wholesome goodness good yeah so thanks for joining us on this episode so you're going to be on the next one talking about the first album um thanks for joining me on this episode chris i'd just like to say check us all out on the social media pages we've got a facebook page which needs more likes we've got a facebook group which has got over 200 members which is doing really well and we've got a twitter page um open your ears podcast and we've got a gmail account if you want to contact me for anything so thanks for joining us on this week's episode chris so you'll be on the next one talking about the album let's have the outro Thanks for tuning into the Open Your Ears podcast, the only Alter Bridge podcast out there.